Well, guys, I'm here waiting on Whitney. That could be the new name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Tug of more, it's waiting on Whitney. Hey, you know, sometimes I'm, in I'm life, wake up like this. you just are waiting. Hey, I'm ready now. I keep waiting, waiting for Whitney's makeup. Okay, now I'm ready. Welcome Let's to Tug of More. You got it? I got it. I'm it's ready. All, it's all good? I don't know. Whew. Welcome to Tug of More. Uh, man, where we, just two friends, yep. have some conversations about the feeling that we have inside yep. that God's called us to something great. Yes. Called us to more than where we are. There's more that we know that God has for us that we want to achieve, that we want to accomplish, but it's a fight to get there. It's not just like we just stumble into it. We no. have to tug and push and pull and, and fight. And so we talk yeah. about it every week. Yeah. The struggles that we find. Yeah. You feel like there's something big for you. Yeah. But there's a lot of hurdles before you get there. Absolutely. And so over the last couple months, we've yeah. been sitting down here at the table that's right. and having conversations about the tug of more. And we've got some great content that's already out there. That's right. But if you're new, man, we're glad that you're a part of the tug of more team. That's right. That you're grabbing on the rope and uh, tugging towards more. But click back in the episode, see if yeah. there's anything that speaks to you and share it out. Yeah. If you've got a friend that you think could really learn from this idea or that concept, share it. If you have any questions, hit us up. We'd love to hear like, what else can we talk about? Right. What else are you struggling with? Maybe in your uh, tug towards more. I think that for us, a lot of our content is things that we're like stepping into, that we're yeah. doing, that we're pushing after. Yeah. Real time situations yeah. that we're trying to learn. And about. I think that that's uh, part of it is that you're along the journey with us because yeah. we're figuring out kind of as we go because we yeah. don't know what we're doing, but we serve a mighty God. He helps us and we have wisdom yeah. that comes from him. And so, you know, uh, like most times when we shoot a podcast, yeah. I'm sitting here in my chair ready to rock. But Wits run around. She's she does a lot of things. There's a lot of That's different right. activities That's throughout right. the day, and phone calls, and emails, and conversations, and yes. and uh, makeup, and t-shirts. <laughs> Today, I brought this t-shirt. Winnie has half a closet hanging hey, over there on the little hook. Because I'm just gonna dress to coordinate with you. Oh, so that's I'll nice. I'll let you do it, and then I'll match. Ninety percent of the time, I'm being a black t-shirt. Well, <laughs> with some true. words on it that Easton or Bailey put on it. <laughs> no, it's true. But and so I find myself waiting. Yeah. And so a lot of times in life and in ministry and in a call towards more, there's these seasons where there's not a whole lot of movement, but yep. there's a whole lot of waiting. Yeah. And it's hard. It's the worst. It's the worst. No, waiting is hard, especially when you're people who run and achieve and like, and like try to get junk done. I, we've been in a season of waiting ourselves. And I think it's important to talk about today because it's been hard. Yeah. Let's what? Let's tell a story. Okay. So. Yeah, waiting. No, so right. we, we felt like God uh, directed us to buy 36 acres of land. And yep. so our church, the organization that we lead, we bought this massive piece of property. Yep. And God told us plain as day to charge. Yes. This is the word charge. We made a video uh, with uh, like rock yeah. music and ah, like, that was good. I did it. And like <laughs> intense video of people right. charging into battle and like we yeah. 
our church, we're going to charge. And that's what we did. Right. We charged so hard that we got the land. Yep. Then we got the architects. Yep. And we got the drawings of the building. Right. And we went to city council and we fought a battle with city council. We got all the zoning changed. Yep. We got our building approved. We were about to launch the campaign for the new building. Right. And then how many weeks? Two weeks before? Two weeks before. Two weeks before, Whitney and I go and have lunch. And I didn't have peace about yeah. the whole thing, and yeah. neither did she, but we hadn't really sat down and talked about it. Right. And we talked about it and realized that God was hitting the pause button yeah. on our plan. Yeah. And you know, something I think... Even Hit the pause it, button on our plan. No, even admitting that it's time to pause is hard. So hard. I was so, so mad. I think for both of us, I remember in that moment, it was like neither one of us wanted to say it first. Right. And I think you finally were like, what do you think? And I'm like, what do you think? And we both are like waiting because neither one of us want to say, I think we're supposed to wait. Because of the amount of work. So much work. All the architect meetings, all of the engineering meetings, which are two different things. Yeah. Our team Our has had all meetings. of these creative yeah. days. They designed logos and videos and booklets and banners. And we've been telling the church. Yeah. I've this been getting coming. up for two years. Yeah. This is where we're doing. We're going to charge. I'm literally carrying spears and junk out on stage talking about how we're going to take the city. Yeah. And then now we're on the precipice of the moment. Yeah. And God tells me to hit pause. Right. And I, I'm still not happy about it. No, it's hard. It's a giant <laughs> mindset shift. And then it's a giant like daily shift. I think that mm-hmm. then after that, we were kind of like, well, now what do we do? Yeah. And and sometimes in life, in leading there are moments when you're supposed to wait where if you keep charging, you'll actually make mistakes. But how do we determine what's the next right step when the step feels like be still? Yeah. Uh, So God told us to pause and we listened. But I think sometimes if you feel called to more, you just feel like he pushed pause. Yeah. And so whether you were obedient and you paused or God pushed pause, it's a tough position to be in. Absolutely. No, and I think the only way first to know that difference is to really be listening. Right. I think so often we put ourselves in charge, and so we are doing it, and it's up to us. But as believers, we know, like, if we put him in charge first, then he will guide us, and then we will make the right decision, not the wrong one. But, man, it's it's a struggle, and it's been a struggle for us. Yeah. And so usually if it's a struggle for us, it's probably a struggle for other people. For sure. We find these moments— in leading and charging and going towards more where we're just sitting and waiting. Yeah. And it's so hard for a lot of reasons. It's hard to wait uh, because waiting feels like wasted time. Mm-hmm. It feels like, man, we're just spinning our wheels and making no progress. Yeah. Waiting is hard because it's kind of embarrassing. Right. Like for me, yeah. it feels embarrassing. Like I said, we're going to do all these things and then now we're not doing them. And so that's, that's hard. And waiting is not where you want to be. Right. Like you want to be somewhere else. You want to be able to accomplish something else, but you're just in this holding pattern. And when you're in a holding pattern, all you're doing is burning fuel and making no progress. And so it's super hard. No, something you talk about a lot, something that the people of Living Church are real familiar with because of a message you did and now part of our culture is knowing and understanding that God is a powerful God yeah, and that he has a right hand of power, but he also has a left hand of, of his plan. Yeah. And I think so often we're like praying and believing for the power, but we don't want to be patient for the plan. Yeah. And the Bible tells us that like man makes their plans, but God directs our steps. But I think that we don't 
think that there's any stopping in the stepping in the midst of his plan being prepared. And it's like, sometimes we have to stop stepping. And I think it's been really hard. There's been seasons of our life personally for me that I've seen that come to pass. I've seen that if I was patient for God's plan, it actually worked out better, not just for me, but for others. But then the next time it's time for that to happen, it's hard again. Yeah. But I think we have to look to some of those times and remember what he did then to help us in the future. In that message you referenced, it's called ambidextrous God. Yeah. And I talk about how God has all this might and all the strength and all right. this power, but there's seasons of life that we're crying out, God, where's your power? Right. Where's your answer? Right. But we have to realize that while God's doing battle with his right hand, he's playing chess with his yeah. left hand. Yeah. And something I have to tell myself daily right now, literally daily, sometimes multiple times a day, sometimes in the middle of the night, is I have to just tell myself, hey, Trustin, I don't know what he's doing, right. but I know he's doing something. Yeah. I know his left hand's working. I know that God is working for my benefit, even when I don't see it, Yeah. he's up to something. And so even though I'm waiting, I'm I'm not doing anything. Yeah. But that doesn't mean God's not doing something. No, right. Guess what? God doing something is way better than me doing everything. No, it's true. I can run around, spin my wheels, not sleep, have all the meetings, work as hard as I can, and I can labor and labor and labor. But God doing one tiny minute thing from heaven is more than I could ever accomplish. Absolutely. And if we'll wait for that, it's so much better. I think what happens, though, is you said we feel like we're wasting time. What we end up doing is wasting energy by spinning around in circles because yeah. we're just trying to do it in our strength. Um, and we waste emotions. Absolutely. That That's, might be the biggest The biggest thing is we waste these emotions of it's not how it should be. Like right now, we're doing setup and teardown on Sundays. Yeah. So like we own a building, but then we rent this other big building mm -hmm. that we set up a bunch of junk and tear it all down every week. And that's a lot of work. Yeah. But what's more than the work is the emotions that we feel when we feel like we're wasting time. No, right. I don't know if that is if I'm making any sense. No, it for me I It's not just the body movement, but it's the emotional movement of saying, Oh, this is harder, oh I don't want to do this or oh it's a waste of time. Those emotions they cost me a lot. Well, and I think the more we look at it like, why won't he answer, the more agitated we are in the emotions. Yeah. And as leaders, like we're leading a team of people that we've asked, hey, come do this with us. And they're setting up and tearing down. And they're building teams of people who are setting up and tearing down. I know for me, emotionally, there's moments where I feel so even guilty for that of like, oh, yeah. man, not only am I frustrated in what I'm doing, I'm feeling guilty in what I've asked all these other people to do. Yeah. And they're coming alongside it with us. And okay, God, we're waiting, but you're going to do it right so that we don't also disappoint all these people that are with us. So uh, what are some other areas that people might be waiting? So like we're waiting for yeah. God to answer when it pertains to a building. Yeah. I mean, it's a big one. No, it's huge. Uh, but maybe there's some people that are out there waiting for some other things. Yeah. What, what are some other things well, they could be waiting for? I was sharing like personally for us in a season, there's been times when we've been waiting for jobs. Yep. We've been waiting for our homes to sell. Yep. We've been waiting for an answer on a doctor's report. Like yep. there's all kinds of moments I think when we have to wait and there's, there's waiting that can feel like waiting for Christmas morning. Like, you know, that the good thing's coming, yeah. but then there's also waiting that feels like when's the other shoe going to drop. Yeah. And both of those are a struggle 
Um, you might be waiting for the loan to come through for yeah. something, or or you might be waiting for the employee. Man, we've waited in seasons. That's a big one for uh, the right staff, the right staff, the right person in moments that we're like, are they really ever going to come? And then in the in a phone call, God can answer it, or in a just a circumstance. Yeah. You might be waiting uh, for a relationship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You might be true. waiting for a, a husband or a wife. Absolutely. You might be waiting for a baby. Yeah. You might be waiting for clarity. Yeah. You might be waiting for an answer from God. You might be waiting for a healing. Yeah. There's you might so be many. Waiting for a vision that you had at one point in your life to come to fruition. Man. There's a lot of times that we find ourselves waiting. And so I want us to talk to broader absolutely situational stuff than just what we're waiting absolutely. for right now. Um, so what do you do? What do you do in the moments of waiting? The first thing that we just said you have to do is we have to believe that God's working. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that it's in his strength and power, not ours. So the Bible tells us that he has a plan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That God has a plan for us and he wants to better us. He yeah. wants to provide for us. That God enjoys blessing his children. Yeah. No, it's true. And so, Go ahead. We, we just have to remember that he's he's doing it. Yeah. He, we don't know what he's doing, but he's doing something. Yeah. No, when we were kids, like, or for my own kids, like, if I told them that dinner was coming, but they want a snack, like, I'd be like, wait, just wait. And they could trust me because I'm their mom yeah. that dinner really was coming. Uh, but I think sometimes we forget as adult humans, like, we put our trust in our Heavenly Father. If he's really good and we know that he is, he's going to do what he says he's going to do. Yeah. But I think we can, I know for me, I've failed a bunch of times and I failed at trusting that he really was. Mm. And I've looked at moments, I remember seasons when Aaron was without a full-time job where I literally would grab his phone multiple hours in my day. I would I would let it consume my day of like, did they call? Did they call? Are they gonna call? Right. When are they gonna, I would look at the phone like ring, ring. Are you gonna ring? I, I, I've wasted all this emotional energy yeah. because I couldn't just trust yeah. that God was gonna do it. We're trying to will it to happen. Yeah. But it's his will so it will happen. Right. Nothing can stop God's plan. No. And so there's like a rest that has to happen. Yeah. That we have to not do. Yeah. And it's it's hard. If you're a personality like us, that you're a driver, pusher, mover, yeah. it's hard to not do when God tells you to wait. And it's hard to not doubt um, if you're doing all that you can. I think that's something yeah. you and I struggle with a ton. But wait, should we do this? Or should we make that call? Yeah. Or is what God if we waiting? try this? I know God told us to wait, but is he waiting for us to do this thing so yeah. that then his waiting will stop? Like, we have to just trust that we hear his voice and we do what he asks and we just take the next right step that day. Something I remind myself of <clears throat> is that God operates outside of the confines that we operate in. Absolutely. So I operate inside the confine of time. Mm-hmm. I only have 24 hours in a day. I have to sleep some of those. I have other commitments in my life. Yeah. God does not operate in the confines of time. Yeah. God can go back to the future or ahead of time. Our building that right. we own right now off Matlock Road in Mansfield. Yeah. Before it became a church, it was a sports bar. Right. The dude who owned it was super sketch. Yeah. Hired a bunch of strippers to be his waitresses, did a right. bunch of shady stuff, lost his liquor license. It was a disaster. I believe that in God's providence, right. that he was engaged way back then. Absolutely. I believe that at the creation of the earth, God knew that this square footage that our Matlock building is on, God knew what was gonna be here. Absolutely. And that since before the foundations of the world, he had a plan for me. Right. 
And so I get so stressed out about how it's going to work and about where our next building is going to be. Is it going to be on the 36 acres? Right. I, don't I don't know. know. Right. Is it going to be on other property? Is there a pre-existing structure somewhere? I don't know. Right. I get so stressed out about what it's going to be. But when I can just remember yeah. that when God spoke in Genesis 1 and mm-hmm. made the earth, yep. he knew where Trust and Baba right. would have a church building for a certain amount of years right. to be a leader. No, it's true. And then nothing can, nothing's going to stop that except me right. my screwing up my whole life. No, it's true. I think about it so often. And, and in this season, I've been reminded of really the season that brought my family here to Mansfield and to mm. what I believe is the providence of my life, doing yeah. this and being a part of God's house here. Um, and that Aaron had gotten a job in one city and we were trying to sell our house for nine months. Absurd amount of time in a neighborhood that normally you couldn't Uh, It wasn't in a bad season. It wasn't in like an economic downturn. We couldn't sell it. And I remember we made, we had some friends of a friends who for one like weekend were like, oh, we're going to buy it. This is the plan. And they had this whole thing and then it fell through. And I remember being so devastated, like what? And we waited and I was so frustrated and I was so like, God, are you really going to do it? And then when that happened and it fell through, it felt like what did we do wrong? Mm-hmm. How did we mishear it? How do we misunderstand? Well, what we didn't know was that within a month later, there was a family um, that was moving to town. And behind our house was a church, uh, not a church that we were part of, but another church that was there. And that church was looking for a youth pastor. And what we didn't know was that within a hmm. month, that youth pastor needed a house so that he could be the youth pastor of that church. And they came and they bought our house. What we also didn't know was within that next month, uh, the city of Fort Worth was gonna call my husband and say, hey, we'd like you to interview for this position and come down. And and we were actually, instead of moving to the city we thought we were gonna move, we were gonna move to the city here in in Fort Worth and be a part. What we didn't know is within this next month that God was gonna shift and move some things, not just for our behalf, but for that family's behalf, right. for the city of Fort Worth's behalf, honestly, for for the future, for living churches' right. behalf, what we couldn't see in that time was all the things he was moving and working, not just for our good, but for everyone's good. And I remember in that month being so hurt and confused. And I remember painting a wall in my one bedroom thinking that it was like, oh, it's this wall color. Oh, yeah. it's this thing. Spinning around in circle. And what I wish I would have done instead was to spend that month trusting and believing and praising God that even though what I thought was right didn't work, that his hand was still moving. And I think to that moment so often, especially in this season for us that I'm like, okay, I know you're working. I know you're moving because I've seen you do it before and I know you'll do it again. And so I think we have to look at times where we've had to wait and go, God, in your providence, you've placed me exactly where you have me. Maybe it's our story with our spouse. Maybe it's our story with our kids or our, uh, who knows, where we know we're in the exact right place in the right moment that we're supposed to be there. And if he can do these small little things, of course he's going to do it for the giant things in our life. God is playing the most epic cosmic game of chess. He really is. That is so deep we can't even comprehend it. No. We play chess on a one-dimensional board, but he plays it on a <clears throat> it's multi-level generational. I literally see it. Like it's dimensional like this and board. this. It's so big and and so <clears throat> because he cares about all of us. Because he never takes from one thing right. to leave a void somewhere else. Right. No, right. We think that. 
If I have to pay a bill, that means I no longer have that money in my account. Right. I operate from a deficit, but God does not operate from mm. deficit. No. So like, he's going to do it, man. Yeah. I don't know what you're waiting for or right. what you're stressed out about, but God's working. Right. He's working and it's coming. It might not be in your timeline. The funny thing about us and for me is the fastest place somewhere is a straight line. <laughs> right. That's the fastest place. If I'm driving to my house, I'm going down Matlock and hitting Debbie and going to my house. Those right. are the, I'm not hitting a lady named Debbie. There's a road here in Mansfield <laughs> called Debbie. <laughs> that's, that's an important delineation. Yeah. I, I, that's the f- fastest route right. home. But God does not operate on our level. No. No. He, he can see things we can't see. He, he can orchestrate right. things we can't orchestrate. And the fact is, if I would have written my story the way I would have written it, I would have missed so many things. Right. So many details. I would have missed this moment. Right. I would have missed so many things. And if we will just rest and wait. And, and be willing to take the winding trail. It's winding, man. It's the winding. trail is so winding some days, but because God operates outside the confines of yeah. time, he gets us to the destination faster than we could have in our own planning. It's really true. He does it quicker, man. Because we're so belligerent to stay on the straight path sometimes that he's like, no, I need you to go over here. But because we're doing this, it actually takes us longer to get to the wind where he wants it. Because I don't know what's going to happen. No. But let me just tell you what's going to happen. What? <laughs> Let's say that if we would have stuck to my plan. Yeah. And how to push through and we'd have done the building campaign. Yeah. And we'd have said we're gonna break ground. Hmm. Right. Then COVID. Yeah. And then all the timing. We probably still wouldn't have been been able to break ground. No, right, right now. Right. But we would have tried to raise all this funds and yeah. we would have kept pushing in the city and we probably still wouldn't have been break breaking ground. Which means we'd still be two years away from moving into the yeah. place that we're trying to build. Yeah. Two two years. But let me just make you a promise. We're gonna be in a building before two years. No, I believe it. I don't know where. I don't know how, I don't know what, I don't know which one, but right. I feel it in my bones. Yeah. I feel it that God brought us here and that, that the shift is coming. Yeah. That there's a, that there's something that he's up to something yeah. that I, I, it's like I can hear the chess pieces clicking yeah. around me. Uh, no, it's real. Yeah. No, it's good because I think there's moments. Let's talk about that. You just said it. There's moments of divine if we will pay attention and if we will stop getting frustrated then we can hear the chess pieces clicking mm-hmm. i think what happens sometimes is we spin around in circles just yelling just why frustrating and railing against it yeah. but if we'll just determine that okay god i trust you said it before that you can do more in my waiting than in my doing i could do like yeah. i think that all the time that i could do more if i'll just keep doing it but god's like no if you'll just wait i can do it and if we'll enjoy the journey and pay attention, we can start to hear it when it starts to click into place. Joshua could have built a battering ram. Yeah, he could have. But instead he'd walked in a circle. Right. Moses could have tried to build a bridge over the Red Sea. Right. But instead he trusted that God was gonna do it. Yeah. I, I could go on, I could I could literally list a hundred Bible stories. Yeah. They could have done something else. Right. But instead they knew that this situation was so outside of their control, the only thing they could do is trust God. No. And so you're looking for that next employee, Pray about it. Yeah. Trust trust God. Yeah. You're waiting for a baby. You're waiting for your husband. You're, 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 you're waiting for a church building. Yeah. You're waiting for the job. If if you feel like God told you to wait, wait. Yeah. Now, if you feel like God told you to charge, charge. No, right. Like, don't. This is a whole other problem that I talk about regularly. We need to do a podcast on lazy people. 
don't just be lazy in God's <laughs> right, goodness. Right. Don't just be lazy and be like, well, God's going to do it. No, no, no. No, no, no. You got to apply for Nothing the job. happens in you heaven. Gotta, right. Nothing happens in heaven that isn't released right, on earth, right. which is kind of the next idea. So we know that God's working. Right. We trust him in the process. We calm the junk down yeah. and know that he's doing it. But I think that while we're waiting, we can still speak things into existence. Because you notice what I just did? Yeah. Right. I just spoke to something that wasn't and though it w- and as, as though, though it was, was and right. guess what? It's going to become. Yeah. Why? There's life and death in the power of this Absolutely. tongue. Absolutely. Not just my tongue, your tongue. It's life and death. Right. And we can spend so much time talking about the what ifs and it won't and it's hard and I can't. Well, if we'd shut up for a minute yeah. and believe that God's promise for us is true and start speaking what we believe, heaven will unlock for us. No, I think that's really important. It's something you and I do consistently is there'll be times where we'll say, okay, let's stop and let's speak out what we believe God's going to do here. Yeah. And we're not begging God. No, it's not about, you don't have to beg your father. You just, you just speak it out in faith. And I'm not speaking and say, out. God, you're going to, the, the employee that we need is right. coming. The answer that we need, it's on its way. Right. There's a building somewhere within a predetermined radius for right. us that God has for us and it's going to fit all our needs and we're going to build the kingdom. Right. With it. Right. And you just speak at the situation. Absolutely. Yeah. We're not saying, oh, God, you must in this time frame do these things. That's not what the speak out is. No, you're not. It's just the faith and the trust to believe he's going to do what we already know he's told us he will do. Yeah. And I think declaring some of that is important in our homes, um, in our in our lives. If there is a circumstance that we've been waiting for healing, that we speak it out. It's coming. I don't know when it's coming, but it's coming. The answer's coming in our in our marriages. Man, you and I talk about this. We're about to do a marriage series here at Living Church soon. It's something we've shared in years past, and I'm sure we'll share it again this year, is that in our spouses sometimes, we're believing for things, uh, man, in yeah. marriages. And we can speak to each other with life and know that like, hey, when I first got married, my husband wasn't always who he is today, but I spoke it over him. I was definitely not who I am today, but he spoke it over me that yeah. I would be. And that's what we can do. We can speak out and declare some things. God's going to do it. We we talk a lot about what God isn't doing. Right. Or what someone isn't. But what if we start talking about what we believe God can do? Right. It's a form of worship. Absolutely. Me saying, I don't have what I need but I believe that God has it and that he's going to do it and he wants to put it in my hand is a form of me submitting to his strength absolutely, and worshiping that he's better than me. Yeah. We're going real spiritual this one. Well, that's all right. We're, uh, we're pastors. That's what we, yeah. who we are. <laughs> but I think that, I think that like if you're in a secular environment or you're yeah. not a Christian and you find yourself in a season of waiting, it's got, that's got to drive you nuts without believing God's for you. Yeah. No. Then right. you're just waiting on luck. Right. Or, ho- or 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 yeah magic <laughs> right i'm not waiting on luck no i'm i'm walking in favor yeah believing that god has something great no it's true we got to speak it into existence absolutely and so we speak it as we wait and but you're right there are some steps that we take in the waiting you and i've talked about it before okay there might be not anything we can do right now to solve the problem oh this is good but but what can I solve in me? What should I be doing instead? What should I be? Maybe maybe it's a personal thing. Maybe there's a answer for me for my future. Wh- what is a something in my house? Whether it's my job house, mm-hmm. whether it's my house house. What is the thing I should be doing to prepare myself for when he does answer? Exactly. I want that. But God, you have me waiting for that. So maybe I need to be working on this. Yeah. Maybe what you currently have 
needs some work Absolutely. and God needs you to fix what you've got before he gives you the next thing. No, it's so good. And I can even speak to it practically here. So good. for us, we've been working on refining our finances at Living Church. We've always had, uh, in the last five years anyway, since you've been lead pastor, we've always had uh, budgets and structures and like uh, plans, but they can always be better. So always. we've been working with a, a couple of different people, some CPAs, a different finance group to try to to really hone them and make them better. We've been working with our team this summer. They were on a spending freeze of like, they had to get approval for things because we wanted to make sure that when God does give us the answer, yeah. that we're ready to step into it. And right. our team all the time, we've restructured some different areas and departments to say, okay, we're gonna, you're gonna over, you're answering to this, you're answering to that. While we're in a season of setup and teardown, we're gonna shift how we do it in our team and the way they do it because we want to make sure that we're ready yeah. when the moment breaks of what God does. And right. I think there's all kind of areas that translates in our life. Because if we were in the building, building the building, a lot of our energy would be going towards that. Right. And so it's not that God just said, wait and sleep. Right. He said, wait and focus here. Right. And so we've put that energy into another place. Absolutely. And so we're, we're, we're building the foundation. Yeah so that he can build the new thing, the next thing on no, top of I it. No, I think that's really good. And so like, if you're praying for a spouse, yeah. it's time to work on you. Right. If you're praying for a baby, it's time to work on your marriage. Right. Right. You, you if you're praying for, ready for a, when that answer comes. Yeah, go you got to get your finances in order if yeah. you want to go to that next level. I said it in my message Sunday that God won't out bless our foolish yeah. spending. Right. No, it's And that's true. true in businesses no, too. No, it's true. That like, we've, we've got to be in order. Yeah. No, and I think we can start to spin in the wrong direction if we're not intentional to go, okay, God, again, it's spiritual, but it's real. While we're waiting, show us and reveal what we can work on here. Yeah. And I think we've done that this summer in our personal lives with finding rest and balance. We've done that in our business here, trying to find it. We can do that in our emotions. We talk about our emotional health a ton. Yeah. But like, what are some of those triggers? For me in that season of waiting with our with our family and our life, I recognized some emotional triggers in me that I was like, I should work on that because that's there. If it's there now, it's definitely gonna be there later. Yeah. And so I think we we're not we're not what you said, we're not waiting and sleeping. We're not waiting and just resting completely. We're we're still doing junk. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. It's really good. So while you're waiting and the timing isn't what you want it to be, mm. it's easy to get discouraged. Yeah. It's real easy to uh, feel like, well, God doesn't care. Yeah. Or this is not going how I thought. Yeah. And so how do we like, how do we navigate that discourage the discouragement? Man. What are we doing? to navigate it. We're talking about it. Oh, that's why we're doing this podcast? I think so. <laughs> uh, part of it, no, but I think so. I mean, we've talked not only uh, to each other, but like to our with our spouses, we've talked through it with our team in different moments and seasons. You know, we say like David says, like in the Bible, you sometimes you have to encourage yourself, but sometimes you get defeated and you need other people to help encourage you. And so we've had to make lists of what we're doing good like oh, where, we're, where we're winning because yeah. it's real easy to start to look at 
where we feel like we're not yet. And so like I know for our team, uh, Easton and Bailey, they're super creative and they want everything to be as as creative as it can be and as ready and refined. But right now they're troubleshooting a lot because we're doing setup and teardown. They're having to unplug cords and replug them in every week. And so like they don't get yet to be as creative as they want to be. Right. However, there's been some really creative things they've been able to do in this last season. We just did a, a revival series uh, season that was so incredible. We've done some, uh, yeah, look, revival Summer slam. Summer slam. It was so good. We've, we've done some videos and some rebrands of things. We've created a podcast where their creativity has been able to flourish. Yeah. And so I think for them, they've had to look at it. We have to look at where are we winning? Yeah. What is God doing and moving? Because if you don't, you just start looking at what you're, the deficit and you get discouraged. Yeah. So, so look at where you're succeeding. Yeah. Look at where you're thriving because chances are there's a lot of areas. Absolutely. Chances are there's a lot of places in your marriage or in your finances or in your health or in your business or in your church right. that you are doing a good job. We have yeah. to look at the testimonies. We have to celebrate what God's doing and not get so down in the dumps about the one area of the lane that we aren't winning. No, and then- But I'm not good at this. No. I'm not up here acting like I'm good at this. No. I'm the worst at this. I'll preach the greatest message of my whole life and then walk off the stage and be like, yeah, man, I really messed up that third point. I stuttered over four words. <laughs> That's Let's, true. Can we edit can we, that? Can we take that edit? Yeah, out of the thing. No, but it's true. But you've had- also in those seasons to go, let's let's then do that. We took his time just a week ago with our team to celebrate all God's done over the summer. Why? Not because you and I were like in the super party celebration mood. No. But because we were being strategic mm -hmm. to know if we will celebrate what God's doing, then on those hard days, we'll remember, oh yeah, but this person's life was changed. Oh yeah, but this family has now had a season of like redemption and reconciliation. Oh yeah, that's because we did this hard thing. Yep. And so not only do you have to identify it, then you have to speak it to each other so that in moments when we're discouraged, we can go, yeah, but remember, remember the thing? Yeah, It's so important. So you remember it. And then sometimes you just reference David, but you've got to take some time to encourage yourself. Sometimes when things start to feel heavy, we we get in our head yeah. and we start to make them heavier than they really are. Yeah. We start to get them heavier than they really are. Absolutely. But we have to take our thoughts captive. Mm -hmm. We have to realize that we have terroristic thoughts running around our brain telling us that things are burning down. Right. Telling us that this is too heavy, it's too hard, it's been too long, I'm out of patience. But in those moments, we have to say, wait, wait a minute. I'm okay. Yep. I'm okay. When I'm at the gym doing a workout, sometimes the guy I work out with, he has me do a bunch of weird workouts. Yeah. Sometimes we're just lifting weights and I'm fine. Right. Sometimes he's got me rolling around on the ground and right. swing junk and jumping on boxes and stuff. And I get all out of breath. And every once in a while, I just have to tell myself, I have to stop and I have to say, wait, wait, I'm, I'm okay. Right. I'm, I'm, I can I'm, breathe. I'm fine. Right. I do not need to quit or lay right. on the ground or hit this dude. <laughs> just, just you're, you're fine. But what happens is <sighs> you right. just get all worked yeah. up, not even in your body, but in right. your emotions. No. And you think it's too hard. This is too hard. I'm so uncomfortable. And when you start feeling really uncomfortable, you start wanting to quit. Yeah. You just said it. That's but if thing. you could just capture those feelings right. and stay faithful, yeah. then you won't quit. No, I think that's a huge piece 
that you and I have seen as we've been leaders and pastors a long time is that people get really uncomfortable in the waiting. They get really discouraged, frustrated, or just think it's awkward or whatever. You even said the word embarrassing. Like yeah. for you and I, there's been seasons we've had to fight. Yeah. What we're doing is weird, yeah, like weird. and different. And so maybe everyone's laughing at us. Who cares? It's what God said. But I think so often people quit mm-hmm. in the waiting. And if they just would have waited five more minutes, like yeah. God would have come through. And man, it's such a good thing what you're saying that I feel like we have to give it a second to understand like, the enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy our life. And if he can not get us to like sin and fall apart, he might just discourage us and get us to quit. For sure. And so in the waiting, don't quit. Don't quit. Like don't let yourself get to a place where you don't recognize God's goodness in his hand. And instead you feel like, never mind, he must have forgot about me. I feel like I forgot about me. Whatever it is, never mind, I'm walking away from it. I think that can happen. That's some good stuff. No, it can happen so often. Some of y'all need to rewind that last five minutes and listen to all that again. Yeah, don't quit, y'all. Yeah. It's really good. So uh, something that I have a problem with (laughs) is that I I like to count my chickens before they hatch. Oh, man. I I, I guess, I'm an optimist, I guess. Yes, this is why. Okay, I'm an optimist, so I think it's going to be great. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is it. This is the person. If we just hire this guy, it's going to revolutionize the whole thing. Yes. Do you realize what we can do if we just hire this one person? Yeah. You, this building, this one, that's it. Do yes. you know how many houses? I was going to say, I was going to tell it, but it's your story, so you don't. God, Rachel and I were looking to buy a house in Mansfield. You know how many houses we we're excited about? I can't tell you how many houses right now in Mansfield have a stake this with my thing. name written on it and <laughs> scriptures written on it that I jumped a fence and some house for sale, pounded stakes in backyards. I can't tell you. How, I'm serious. Yeah. A is there dozen. one in your actual house though? Nope. I knew it. I knew it. There's property I knew that it. I've Jerichoed marched yep. for seven days getting bit by ants and hornets Mosquitoes. chasing us around. But we believe it because we're like, once we know God's doing it and this seems right. So, yeah. oh man, it must be. And so I, I count my chickens. Yeah. If you don't know what that saying means, I guess it's like from a chicken farmer. Shout out. And so it's from a chicken farmer that they have their eggs and they they believe that some of them are going to turn into chickens, but they just stay an egg. And I guess the chicken's more valuable than the egg. And so they count their eggs. No, they count their they count their eggs and they assume they're going to get this many chickens chickens out of the eggs. And then they get all discouraged because only half of them hatch. God, only half of them hatch. And there's not a stake in the house that you actually own. Yeah, I no, want, that's a great. I actually I, said it last night. I was like saying, man, we. I was saying that we count our chickens, and I said, you know, I know Tristan has even. I t- said that too, Aaron. It's so funny. I know he's even put stakes in the ground of places, and so like I believe it with all my heart. But then I'm like, do I put stakes in the ground or do we wait? And uh, yeah, man, it's hard. Because it's hard when you do that. Then you get more discouraged. Yeah. Because you think, well, never mind the thing I thought, and we're and God's up there. I think He's like, y'all are cute, y'all don't are cute. you think? Y'all are cute, but then, but then there's the balance of like, I'm gonna keep having faith. Oh, absolutely. And I'm gonna keep Jericho marching. Oh, junk, absolutely. And I'm gonna keep pounding stakes in no, the ground. I'm not and I'm stopping. gonna, I'm gonna do everything I can to take authority. Yeah. The Bible says that everywhere you place your foot, God's gonna give it to you. Yeah. So I'm gonna go stomp around town and well, claim some stuff. But it's a but, mind shift of understanding. You're doing it as an act of worship. 
rather than you're not trying to manipulate I'm gonna God. Force, I'm going to no, force God. you're not God. trying to manipulate. I mean, maybe in certain seasons of our life we were trying to. Oh, yeah. But but now we do it as a declaration of like, God, whatever it is, we're trusting you, right? Yeah. Or we try anyway. But do we have anything to say uh, to people that count their chickens before they hatch and get discouraged? Or, I don't think we do. We just, we're, we don't know what, we're not good at it yet. No, because, no, even just last week there were some things that we were talking about and I was like, but I don't want to keep talking because I'm so excited. Yeah. But I don't have a reason to be excited yet. And so it's like, why do I do that? I do it about, I do it about little things and big things. You know why? Because we're waiting for God to swoop in and blow that junk up. Yeah. And we're like, we're waiting for the, 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 what's it called in, uh, music when it like, it's like techno, no, it's like techno music. There's like the techno and then it like the beats like, and it like, it's like, yeah, bass drop. It's like, I'm waiting for the bass to drop. I'm waiting for the, like the like rhythm of normal life for then God to just be like, and it yeah. and just this amazing thing happens and I'm like this is it this is it here it comes here it comes and then it goes like back into the chorus or something and I'm like <laughs> fail fail or hate fail. this song yeah it's the worst song ever <laughs> no you're right I, I don't know if we have anything to say other than what you just said even when it doesn't work just keep believing keep yeah. don't isn't that a journey song you like don't stop believing or something don't stop there it is believing yes but it's true sometimes I listen to it and I cry <laughs> hey, I promise. There's a lot of worship songs. There's a lot of songs that aren't worship songs that I sing as worship songs. Yeah, no. You know one that I sing as a worship song, kind of? Highway to Hell. <laughs> I'm on a high. But see, I'm not going to hell. No. I'm going to fight hell. Yeah, you're going to There's shut a couple hell of them. Up. There's a couple right. of them that are kind of weird. No, it's true. I, I, I don't know if we Sometimes have Wayne and I say something. And this these group? two, these two chuckleheads, they about fall out of their chair because they don't know what we're talking <laughs> like, about. Uh, what? No, I, yeah, we just have to, I think, keep counting them even if they don't hatch. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's because we're, yeah, we're similar personalities. So that's why. Okay. Next. What's the other one? Uh, well, so how do you start to step into oh. moments that you think it's God doing something? So God tells you to wait or he has you positioned in a season of waiting. Yeah. Then you think, oh, my chickens yeah. about to hatch. Right. How do you step in from waiting to like, is this right? Yeah. Is this God? Is this, is this okay. what he's doing? How do you step into Cautiously, that? Cautiously. Uh, and then with wisdom and then uh, without shouting and screaming it, but... Uh, still declaring it. <laughs> yeah, with a balance. It's balance. Yeah, which you and I are. You got to walk in balance. with <laughs> confidence and authority. Yeah, and humility and gentleness. Yeah, and patience. and patience. I mean, I think that's for me the hardest one is once you've been waiting and then you like feel like oh it's coming, then the patience at that last little jog is so hard because you're yeah. like no just do it already. Um, but I think, yeah, you got to lean in and listen. You and I, not just a few weeks ago, we had a conversation where we were like stepping into a conversation for our purpose. We wanted to get some information from somebody and we stopped to like talk to them and we like, oh, they didn't have the information we wanted. And we both were about to like bolt and like go get the information somewhere else. But there was just something in the moment that oh, told us- A check in your spirit to like, just slow oh, down. slow down and keep talking to this person and keep listening to what they have to say. And weirdly, what we 
in our world would say is a divine conversation. Yeah. But it was. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you have to slow down enough. Don't start speeding up just because you feel like the chickens are starting to hatch. Yeah. Just stay at that same pace and listen and lean in. And, and when you feel the check, then be patient and then pray a lot. Pray a lot. Yeah. Pray about it. No, trust, I think trust that, the God will do yeah. it. Say seek, more seek about counsel. it. Say more about the the words you said because I think that needs clarity and explanation for people. The the uh, wisdom and the what did you say? You said with confidence and authority and with okay, yeah. So when you more. when you feel like the door's opening, yeah, just don't be vague is what I mean. Okay, when you feel like the door's opening for the next thing, so we feel this tug towards more. You feel the doors opening in your business and your family, and your finances and whatever. We need to walk into that as sons and daughters of God. Yeah. Not the tail, but the head. Not like we don't deserve it. Not like we don't belong there. Right. Because sometimes when God does something new, we feel like, oh no, not for me. I'm not enough. I can't do this new opportunity. So there's some confidence needed. Yeah. But then there's some like gentleness and humility. Absolutely. And I think that confidence and humility uh, man, are bigger than we even realize yeah. because we have to be bold to go into it, but we can't be a jerk and think that. No, you're exactly right. Y'all are lucky I'm here. No, right. Uh, but that only happens through praying about it and slowing down enough to like really examine your heart. Yeah. And hear if God's speaking to you. No, I think to say like, okay, God, I'm what you just said. I'm going in your authority. Yeah. And so because I'm going in your authority, it's not mine. Mm. So I got to be humble. And I got to listen for what you're going to do next. But I know that I have all authority because you gave it to me. And I, bro, that's the only reason we've survived the last five years. Yeah. Is being able to walk in rooms without feeling less than, but with our hands Not open. Not feeling above, above the others. Yeah, there. with our hands open to learn and yeah. to receive. And so I think that no matter what you're waiting on, if you're walking into a doctor's appointment, confidence and humility, thats those are great pieces. Whether you're walking into... Even an interview, like, yeah, you're the boss, so you've got the confidence that they want to come join you, but be humble enough to not be like, you're lucky to be here. Don't yeah. be a tool so then they don't want to come there. Yeah. You know, uh, I think it's really important um, to understand that as you're, yeah, receiving the goodness that, and the answer. Uh, last step. Okay. So we've, we've taken everybody on a journey of, of waiting, yeah. right? And I think the last step of waiting is to worship. Absolutely. Because the answer's coming, man. The thing that you're waiting for, God wants it for you. And when it shows up, let's not think it was us. A hundred percent. All throughout the Bible, story after story, God does something great in his people, and then the people go around and they start talking about how great a job they did. Right. And it's like no. this very small army defeats this massive army, and then they're all like, yeah, we're awesome. It's like, guys, do you not read what just happened? Right. Like y'all didn't do jack. Yeah. And so I think that we just have to be worshiping. And so something I've been doing personally is thanking God in advance. Yes. I'm worshiping for what he's going to do. The answer that is coming. And when we get that building, when we get that next step, when the provision that makes no sense shows up, I'm going to get up in front of the church and say, this is not me. Right. This is God. Right. This is his victory. I'm just along for the ride. No, and I think the more we're willing to do that, the more uh, he's willing to step in and keep 
keep giving us the answers. You said he won't bless us beyond our foolishness. But man, in the same way, like to whom much is given, much is required. So as we as we declare, as we give praise, as we do it, like he's saying, oh, you're good stewards. And so if I can trust you with this little bit, I can trust you with the next step and I can trust you with the next one. And so we're all on a journey of more. Yeah. And if we want to keep tugging into all God has for us, because the answer to the building is not the next, it's not the only answer we're ever going to need. For sure. There's a whole lot we're going to need after that. Yeah. And just gave me a giant thought in my head. What? So like something that I say is that living church is called to be the gateway of South DFW. Yeah. Which is another giant local church in the area. Robert Morris. Yeah. And I feel, uh, stupid saying that yeah considering where we are and like all the things but like right now i as a leader do not have the current capacity to pastor gateway church right if robert morris called me it was like hey trustin what's up you want to come be a pastor i'd be like dude i'm not ready to handle it i don't even know what you know right plate but there's a part of it that like while god's working on all this yeah he's working on all of me too absolutely and so <clears throat> if we can stay patient in the process and keep developing and right. having our hands open to learn as we grow, everything else can grow. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think it's so important that we just keep understanding that this conversation is going to be a continual one that we're going to have yep. over and over in our life if we're stepping into more. Yep. And so it's important. And it's why we thought like it was important to talk about today. A lot of times we share what we're currently walking through. And mm-hmm. so we don't have all the answers yet because we're still waiting. Yeah. But I think it's good uh, to start the conversation and continue it. And I'm sure there's questions and thoughts. And so, like, if you're listening and you have them, send them in. Send them, DM them to our Instagram. Send them to Facebook. Send them to our uh, on on YouTube comment section. Like, yep. let us know and let's keep talking about it. You know what's going to be fun? What? Is to do another Tug of More podcast in some undetermined amount of time. Right. Three months and six months and a year. And to say, you remember... When yeah. we did the waiting yeah. podcast, no, right, and we didn't know what God was going to do, no, it's and true. then we'll tag it; it'll pop up in the little thing, yeah, and then we'll be sharing the victory and the story of how God provided a miraculous. Way. No, it's great. I mean, God's already done miraculous things. We're going to write a book one day of all the things, and so yeah, this is just another piece of it. And so, how nice that we have a recording to remember it by. So good, <laughs> guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being a part. Yes, like, tag, share, follow, comment, do all the things. See ya. <laughs>